Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thank you for listening to our program here on this Monday morning. Uh, talking now, we're going to switch gears away from education. Uh, very interesting topic uh, on the agenda here. We're going to be talking with Megan, I'm sorry, Megan Dugan Adele. I'll get that straight. <laughs> you have not awake yet. She is from a, uh, she is a Chicago fellow at uh, the New America, and there she is. Megan, how are you? It's good to see you. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling. I'm doing great. How are you, Bob? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, so, uh, Megan and I have we only meet virtually. We've never actually met in person, I don't think. But uh, we do a lot of virtual stuff here. I think a long time ago. Okay, okay, that counts. I think we met a long time. All right, ago. I think yeah, you're right. Not the... to say that. So we'll do, we'll do this <laughs> virtual thing. It seems like forever. Megan, let's get right into the the report that uh, your organization and you produced. It's called uh, Ill-Gotten Gains. Ill-gotten gains, G-A-I-N-S, and and it's about the whole issue of predatory lending, and and I think people are aware of this, but I don't think they are. So let's make them more aware as yeah. best we can. Um, let, let's take a step back before we talk about the report. We'll delve into that, but so the issue of what a payday loan is or predatory lending is. Let's start with what is that and why is that a problem? Yeah, absolutely, Bob. Um, thanks for asking. So um, we wrote this report um, because there are there have been in Illinois for years um, a number of different types of loans that are considered predatory loans, um, and this has been since the 1980s when they first were the door was open to them they were legalized. Um, so there are loans that basically have you know somewhat shady practices, extremely high interest rates, um, possibly like really high fines or fees if people you know make miss a payment or have any kind of issue in their payment. Um, and um, they're really designed um, often um, dishonestly to take advantage of people so that, um, you know, if someone, let's say, is like a day late with their payment, they would have an incredibly hard time paying it back to make more money for the company. So there's a number of different types of loans that fell into this category. Um, they include payday, which is probably what people are most familiar with. They include title loans, which use someone's car title. Um, as collateral. Um, they also include um, short-term interest, um, or sh I'm sorry, short-term installment loans. Um, and then there's a few other loans that fall into that category. Pawn loans actually would also fall in that category. And thanks to Megan's efforts and many other organizations, Woodstock Institute in particular, uh, have been working on this for a while. And a law was passed, and we should say happy birthday, because I think the one-year anniversary of the law is next week, the 23rd, I think, right? March 23rd. And uh, yeah, so correct. Illinois listened to the advocates and, and addressed this problem as I think as prudently as it could last year. And so in essence, what Illinois law says in layman's terms is that those entities Megan cited can only charge basically like up to 36% interest um, in order to pay back. And I don't know about you or anybody listening to this. When I talk about this to friends of mine, they're like 36%. <laughs> they're shocked that somebody could charge that. Uh, it used to be you could charge a lot more than that. So I guess we've made progress, but I mean, that's that's kind of where we are today in the law, which is better than we were last year. Um, yeah, absolutely. We did see that. I mean, there were, for some types of loans, people could charge as much as 404%. Yeah, um, that's insanity. And some yeah. of the loans, the average, so for payday loans and um, installment payday, I think one of them, the average was 233%, and the other 
the average was 299%. Yeah, and, and anybody that can add at even the most basic level can determine that that's very difficult to pay back. I don't care who you are. Uh, so let's talk about the report. It's called Ill-Gotten Gains, and we tweeted this out the other day. I'd really recommend people take a glance at it or get it out there to other folks that might be interested. Tell us a little bit about the report, what led to the report, and, and, and really the, the meat of it, which is where these loans were taking place. Yeah, absolutely. So we ended up um, doing this this report with Woodstock Institute and with Chicago Urban League. Um, and we initially started the coalition um, with those groups because of just how incredibly high um, these loans were um, and how much money they were stripping out of communities. Um, we had a lot of interest, um, particularly from um, uh, some you know different funders around Chicago and really understanding how that was really impacting poor areas and in particular some of the funders were interested in how that was affecting the um, black um, and Latinx um, wealth gap um, and so how that over time had impacted families and so we looked at that um, we um, you know we started this process before the bill and so we actually were amazed and surprised at how quickly the bill passed um, it past, um, I guess people have been working on it for a long time, Woodstock had been working on it for a long time, so there was a lot of work behind it, but um, it actually passed before we even got to put out the report. Um, and so um, I think the report just looks to help people understand why we passed the bill and also um, what's next. So we know that um, you know these loans existed for a reason and people use them for a reason right. and so making sure that people have other alternatives that are lower cost and less um exorbitant yeah thanks for bringing that because i think that's a very good point it's a very valid point um you know the fact of the matter is that people in low-income situations who uh in any situation for that matter it, oftentimes they need access to credit and if they can't get it, they can turn to things that it could be potentially dangerous. So what we want to do is is keep that 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 market available to people, but not gouge them for uh, taking out a loan and being un, un, simply unable to pay it, pay it back. But I, I do think that's a good point. It's like we do need that credit market to stay viable at some level. And, you know, it, it, it could be true that maybe some of those individuals are higher credit risks, but we also have, we, that doesn't mean they shouldn't have access to capital either. So how, how do we do that? I mean, that's kind of where we're at now, I think. That's what we're looking at going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we do expect that um, we've seen challenges to the law. We've seen um, recently there's been a lawsuit in um, California um, by one of the one of these providers um, and California has a, for a similar um, cap. So we do expect that there will continue to be challenges to the law because this was a really lucrative business. I mean, people yeah. make money, incredible amounts of money off of low income communities with these types of loans. Um, but um, I think what we're what we're trying to do next is both protect the law and make sure that it keeps its integrity and that it's continuing to protect consumers with the 36% cap. Um, but we also want to make sure that people have all their alternatives. So one of the things that we have done, and I should have mentioned this earlier, um, our coalition has a website called weprosperil.org, and people can go there, um, and it has a lot of information about other alternatives. We wanted to make sure the community knew that there were alternatives. They didn't have to get stuck in one of these loans. Um, and, you know, now that they're um, illegal to charge that much interest, people should still be able to, if they really want to get one of these types of loans, they can get it at a lower interest rate now. 
but there are also other alternatives. Um, so we have a resource guide on our website that includes different ways that people can, um, you know, lower their bills. So different ways, like if they have um, different debts and different things, help them figure out how to do that. Um, you know, find one-time income sources. And then we have a whole section that, um, you know, if people have no other choice and have to take out money, that they have an option, they have different options that are lower cost. And so we have um, options from some of our different partners, um, including Bank on Chicago. Um, some of the um, banks involved there have different alternatives and some of the credit unions. Um, we also have um, one alternative in Chicago specifically that's also in other parts of the country, um, Capital Good. Um, and then um, a number of, there's actually quite a few other sources that are under the 36% rate cap um, and different types of loans. So everything from business loans to personal loans and other types of loans. Um, I, me personally, as a devout Christian, this is a really important issue to me. I think it's really integral to our faith that one, we treat others as we want to be treated, but also we're not taking advantage of the poor and that we're right. not, you know, just I mean, I think these types of loans, one of the really scary things, you know, when the interest rate was higher, um, was um, the interest rates were higher, were that, you know, yes, people might be a higher credit risk, um, but it's actually pushing them, they were pushing them deeper into poverty right. and also making it so impossible for them to pay them They'll back. never get out. Right. Um, so just a total catch-22 for people who maybe feel like they didn't have another option and really taking advantage of people who maybe are in a situation where they're just not earning quite enough money. So maybe their bills don't right. quite come at the same time as their check, or, you know, they find themselves in a, in a cash emergency where they have a house repair or a car repair they can't afford. And they could um, be and desperate. Taking advantage of people in those situations. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think it's really ugly. So, so people aren't thinking think, clearly when yeah. they're under the gun. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. No, the moral imperative here is clear. Um, I don't know how people could live with themselves for for doing like charging that percentage of interest rate to another individual. As I said, sometimes people are desperate; they're not thinking clearly. Uh, they they they're panicking. Um, they don't understand. Uh, and and that's the yeah. other thing about this. I think a, a large component of what we're talking about here is. I mean, you know, you and I are lucky. Um, we understand basic finances and and math and 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 education and credit. There's a lot of people out there that don't understand that, and and they get themselves over in over their head before they know it's too late. And and I think education about money and credit and and what it means and interest rates is so important. And we kind of gloss over that sometimes, but I do think we need to do a better job of educating people that may not be that sophisticated, or maybe English is their second language, or they don't really you know they're living mm -hmm. paycheck to paycheck. So. I think that's another big yeah. component about what we're trying to do here. Yeah, I think education is important. I think, you know, I think that's absolutely important. I think also recognizing that sometimes people are just, you know, in a bad situation and they don't know where else to turn. They may yep. not have as many resources as yep. you or I have. And that's yep. what we heard in a lot of interviews that people were like, I didn't want to take this loan, right. but I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> right. Or in other cases, people just every single you know, a month, even they're working a few jobs, but it just doesn't quite cover. I mean, living in expensive in Chicago can be expensive um, in many parts of our country. And so, um, you know, they just couldn't quite make ends meet. And so they, and they just didn't know where else to turn. And in some cases, people were just embarrassed. Like yeah. they didn't want to yeah. ask their family for help, you know, whatever it was. So it's, it's really complex issue, but I think we can all agree that 
36% interest is, is to, yeah, right. should be plenty yeah. to make money. On. Right. So let's go over that one more time. Um, the report is called Ill-Gotten Gains, and it's out there. It's under uh, your organization's group, uh, your, your organization, New America, and I know of some other groups we tweeted out the other day. I think it's very important to look at that report in terms of you you can find out the the uh, the the um what was wreaking havoc in in certain communities but i think more importantly is what you're mm -hmm. suggesting is we also should promote the we prosper illinois.org website because that is where yeah. people can go for further information that that that's that's the pitch right we yeah, absolutely it's at we prosper illinois.org yeah, WeProsperIL.org. We I'm sorry. You we, can get there by right. typing in Illinois as well. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, it was those days. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe I was up too late. I, <laughs> I was up too late last night watching basketball games. Uh, so it's www. Oh, those were good games. Yeah, not if you're a Marquette grad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a whole other topic. It's uh, www.WeProsperIL.org. Uh, and the name of the report is called Ill-Gotten Games. Uh, and it's put out by it's put out by New America, right? By your organization? Yeah, it's, with out, it's the joint. Um, it's on the New America website, but it's put out by our coalition, We Prosper. Great. Which includes Woodstock and. Great. Megan, Megan, thanks so much for taking some time to join us this morning. Uh, very informative. We'll get this out there as best we can. Uh, we continue to do that. And we should celebrate the one-year anniversary of the yes. uh, Predatory Lending Act. So that's something, some good news. We'll close on an upbeat note. Megan, Absolutely. thanks so much for taking some time. Great. God bless. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference. Uh, our hour flew by, as usual. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back on the, what is it, the third Monday of the month of, where were we in? April? Wow. Next month is April. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good week.